Davis. Okay. Um, so let me begin by doing something totally different this morning. Let me just read you some of some fantastic people in the world. George Miller, 1805, born in uh, Prussia. Miller was an, even an evangelist who established orphanages in Bristol, England, after um, an epidemic of cholera. And for the next 60 years, he cared for more, get this, more than 10,000 orphaned and abandoned children. That's powerful. Eric Little, Liddell. Yeah. Scottish athlete, Christian, popularized by the movie Chariots of Fire. Not spoil it for you, but it is a movie about running. And uh, born in China. Wow. To missionary parents. Liddell returned to China after winning an Olympic gold medal. In 1924, he taught uh, an Anglo-Chinese school, and he died in a Japanese internment camp during World War II. Johannes Kuiper, you know him? No, he's a German astronomer, and he accomplished science. He coined the phrase, thinking God thoughts after him. And um, he presents two keys of law in astro astronomy. And... The, how, how the orbit of the planets and the law that the planets, that they do not move at a uniform speed. He's a pretty sharp guy, right? George Washington Carver, anybody ever heard of him? He's an African-American pharmacist, chemist. His parents were slaves, was awarded the Roosevelt Medal in 1939 for his research on peanuts and sweet potatoes. They all counts. And uh, the medal read in part to a scientist humbly seeking the guidance of God. Mark that phrase in your mind this morning. To a scientist humbly seeking the guidance of God. Michelangelo. You heard of him? Not E.T., but the other finger. Italian artist. He's remembered for many biblical inspired works of art, including the sculpture of David. And that painting in the Sistine Chapel that I walked through and missed. <laughs> it is possible to walk through the Sistine Chapel and come out the other side and have seen nothing. <laughs> I am that man. It's a true story. He believed that spiritual failure could be found in all natural beauty. It's a good talk this morning, isn't it? George Frederick Handel. German-born composer wrote the, the admired um, Messiah. Mm. Uh, do you know when he wrote it? He wrote it in a matter of weeks. <laughs> and Handel offered genuine innovations to musical form. And with this unique uses of chorus, the Hallelujah Chorus from Messiah, is perhaps probably his best-known work. Do you know it? Do you want to have a go? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's lonely up here. <laughs> Rembrandt, Dutch painter, probably his most famous painting for me is the Prodigal, fantastic painting. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, yeah, and C.S. Lewis, brilliant, two 20th century English writers who penned some of the most popular works of fantasy and print, Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, Lewis, Chronicles of Narnia, brilliant. I want to say, what am I talking about? I'm saying that this is just a drop 
in the bucket of Christian followers, Christ followers who allowed God to lead and shape their dreams. People that were open to, to God's wisdom and my friend, the Holy Spirit, who enlightens and gives wisdom beyond normal comprehension. This, this is just, these are just some of the names that are just a drop in the, in the ocean of the Christ followers who allowed God to lead and to shape their dreams. And, and I want you to hear one thing this morning after I've said all that. God has no favorites. He's no respecter of persons. And he has dreams for you and he has dreams for our town and our community that will change maybe a lot of things. And what we notice about these people is they're not from Northern Ireland and yet you've heard of them. And you've been impacted by them and your children have been impacted by them and generation after generation has been impacted. Culture has been impacted by them. The movie culture has been impacted by it. Literature has been impacted. Medicine has been impacted. Astronomy has been impacted. Science has been impacted. They impact society. And that's a good thing. Can we? God has no respecter of persons. So my text today... It says this in Ephesians. Have we got it? That God placed all things under his feet. And he appointed him to be head over everything for the church. Which is his body. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Fills everything in every way. Every corner of our community. Every corner of our heart, every corner of our mind, God has the potential this morning to fill you in every way. But get this here, you'll not get this here because I can't get this here. I'm not saying because I can't get it, you can't get it. I'm just saying this is a head tilter. He fills us with the fullness of God. What does that look like? I would love a drop of God. I would love to be just, you know, just a, you know those new squeezy things that you can put into your water? that dilute the water, dilute the taste? No? Uh, sponsored by this product this morning, so I had to drop it in. It's, you, you just get the wee plastic thing and you drop it into your water and you've got diluting juice instead of the big bottle. Okay, I haven't lost you. I just think, like, God, if you just give me a drop, just give me a drop and, uh, and let, me, let me experience that. But it says the fullness of God, but the church, which is his body, is to fill everything in, in every way. And what I want us to do this morning, if it's okay with you, I want us to change the word everything to the word, and please don't be offended if you're from another town. We've got some beautiful people from Belfast Vineyard, Mark, and, and Angie. Sorry, Angie. Uh, you're so welcome today. Um, but for us who live here in this town, and probably you can just say your own town, okay? But let's, let's just change the word to Dungannon. Can we do that? Are you up for that? We're changing scripture. Rubber souls. It's okay, it's okay. Don't panic. So let's, let's look at it differently. So now, it's the fullness of God that fills Dungannon. Could we maybe say that with a little conviction and a little, even make-believe? Make-believe's okay. It's called imagining. Let's imagine Let's imagine. Can we do that? Okay, let's try that. So now it's the fullness of God who fills Dungannon. Let's just try it one more time. Oh, you're very good. You're, you're so good. You're just like going on. It's the fullness of God who fills Dungannon.
Thank you. <laughs> How does she fill them gallon? It's a real question. I've been thinking about it this morning since I got up. I had a great talk on sowing and reaping, but I think this is what the Lord's doing. How does he fill Dungannon? Here's how he does it. Through the desires and dreams of everybody sitting in a black chair right now. Because he's no respecter of persons. And the Holy Spirit, my friend, the Holy Spirit is here today. And he wants to give some of you solutions for business and creativity and the arts and medicine that I believe, and I'm going to say it out loud, that will impact this town and nations. Wow, big statement. See, so many followers of Jesus are dead inside because they spend all their energy avoiding failure. We're so risk at first, this church of Christ we've become. We've domesticated it way too much. When she should be wild and imaginative and creative and just bold and brave. You feel the Lord here this morning? Is it just me or am I just in some sort of weird cocoon of the spirit? We avoid failure. See, we were designed to invade the impossible. Because if you live in this culture at all in Northern Ireland, we're, and I keep saying it, we're so familiar with John 3, 3. Unless a man or a woman is born again, they cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And so the opposite is true then. If a man is born, if a woman is born again, then guess what? They get to see the kingdom of heaven. Don't see, see. And it's pretty big. See, some Christians get weird and wacky talking about money and materialistic things. You know, like, oh, if God would just trust me with money. And I say, God trusts you with the kingdom. It's way bigger than a few pounds and a few pence. He trusts you with money. Yeah, but he trusts you with the kingdom of heaven. It's the treasure. It's the pearl of great price. It's the thing that we go back and we hide it and we, we treasure it because we, we'd sell our entire estate to get our hands on it. The scripture tells us it's, it's worth going after and it's worth seeking. We're born by the Spirit of God to go after things that are impossible. I've been thinking about it after yesterday. There's some impossible things in our town. Our business sense in our town square looks kind of impossible. I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just trying to be imaginative this morning. Imaginative. But surely with the wisdom of the Spirit of God who creates all things, he can reimagine our town center again. And businesses and stuff that we've never thought of, right? Please stay with me. Uh, so many of us have dreams and desires. They're coursing through our veins this morning. And heaven's waiting to put power behind those desires. It's like, I, I can sense this morning, it's like the Holy Spirit is brooding over. And it's like that text in Genesis where there was nothing and he's brooding over the face of the earth. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm imagining the Holy Spirit is just like, let me go. Let me go. Then we'll do it now, God. We'll do it now, Father. We'll do it now. Is this the right time? And then God speaks, and it happens. And could we imagine this morning in our hearts, whatever dreams and desires are coursing through our veins, that, that the Holy Spirit is just brooding over it because he has no favorites? What if he was brooding over 
some of your dreams and your desires. And he said, will they do it now, Father? Will they do it now? And you know what he's waiting for? The difference between Old Testament and New Testament is that the Spirit of God is poured out in all flesh, every heart, every mind, every dream, every heart, every desire. It's poured out in all of humanity. And God is waiting this morning for you to, to say yes. And I sense that, and I'm not being blasphemous this morning, just as God, as the Spirit of God waited for the Father to speak the word into being, I believe this morning that the Spirit of God is waiting for you actually to put your thoughts and your desires and your dreams into communication, into voice, because when we add voice to the dream, we add faith to the dream. We add faith to it. And we overcome our failure. We overcome our failure by giving our, our dreams and putting them out there, don't we? Because silence is the enemy of your dream. And that silence is the enemy of this town. You, you know, the, the attraction of sin is, is not what, that's not the devil's big achievement. His big achievement is that you stay quiet and silent and do nothing. He's happy with that. He's very happy with that. It works. You know, the biggest temptation in life is to not heed the voice of the Father and to step forward and do what God has called us to do. hope this is making some sense this morning. This talk's coming to me as we're going through it. <laughs> What's the result of us stepping forward? What's the result of us engaging with the Holy Spirit and Him creating thoughts and schemes and ideas. What, what, what does that look like? Well, do you want to know what it looks like? Because there's someone who's painted a beautiful picture of that in words. And his name is Eugene Peterson. Uh, he he uh, wrote this paraphrase of scripture called The Message. And I think he does it so eloquently and it's, it's beautifully done. And he says this. In Zechariah 8.4, you'll, you'll not be new to this because I'm constantly banging on about it. It's our tagline here in Vineyard Church, Dungana. Old men and old women will come back to Jerusalem. It's a picture of the kingdom. Sit on benches on the streets and, and spin tails. <laughs> Move around safely with their canes. A good city to grow old in. It's weird. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. It's like a good fun scripture. And boys and girls who fill the public parks. Laughing and playing. A good city to grow up in. Good city to grow up in. That's what it looks like. And Christ by his spirit feeds the church and our hearts and our lives. And he fills them Gannon in every way with the fullness of God. <laughs> this is not Zachariah's personal idea of what the kingdom of God looks like. 
by the way. This is not what he imagined. This is not something he came up with. And that's a good thing. That gives me hope this morning because I don't have to conjure anything up. I don't have to try and work anything up for this city, for this town, for this community, for your community, for your streets, for your business. I don't have to try and make that work for you and so the pressure's off me, right? Because this is what it says. It says, this is, a, this is a direct word from the Lord. The Lord, the Lord God, the, 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 the God of the angel armies has put this piece together. And he's so kind. And just as he's no respecter of persons, he's no respecter of places. Why not here? Why not here? We're crazy enough. We've got enough of the Spirit in us. His love is shed abroad in my heart, shed abroad in your heart. You have everything you need. You have enough seed this morning, by the way. You don't need anything else. If you're thinking you're sitting there in a red uh, black chair, remember the red chair, still got the red chair. <laughs> the hassle of changing buildings. And so, he's no respecter of places. He can do it here. He can do it with us. We're, we've got enough. We don't need anything else. You don't need anything else this morning. Maybe we need a little brave and a little courage. Of course, we all do. But you, you have enough. You have enough to change this place. You have enough to change the nation. You have enough to change your town. You have enough to change the community. You have enough of what you need to go and to explore and to imagine. This word was intended originally to encourage the remnant, those that are just hanging on. And this remnant that's struggling to rebuild the temple of Jerusalem after the exile. So, I mean, they're not, they're not up for it. They're actually down. Their souls are down. Their looks ran out. And this word was intended to encourage people to imagine again. Anybody discouraged this morning? God wants you to reimagine. God wants you to see again with fresh eyes. But these words, I am convinced, apply to God's people in every generation who seek and live under his rule and reign. And that's the good news of the gospel this morning. Zechariah gives us valuable snapshot of God's kingdom. This is a valuable snapshot of the kingdom of heaven this morning. A picture of a community impacted and benefited by the kingdom of God, God's rule, and God's reign. And so I want us to close our eyes just for a moment. And I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit to come. And I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit to help you imagine this snapshot for your town, for your business, for your community, for your family, for your street, and for this beautiful island of Ireland. It is so beautiful. And we are so creative. And we've been so imaginative throughout the centuries. And the Spirit of God, I just, I just feel him brooding over us right now. So God, come. Help us to imagine right now. And for every one of us, it's going to be different. To imagine a good time to grow old. And what's a good time look like for you? And a good time to grow up in. And the beautiful thing in this, from the grow up to the grow old, is a huge space and a lot of life to be lived. And a lot of life to experience.
Do you believe it? Uh, I wish I could inject some faith into your heart today. I want you to imagine by the Spirit of God right now. So come, Holy Spirit, increase your presence. God, give us a fresh perspective of how our world should look right now. Let's just, just narrow it down. Let's just pray this prayer. God, give me a fresh perspective of how this town should look right now. I'm just going to jump off the deep end. And I want you to put your hands on your eyes right now. and just It's just symbolic. Just imagine. God, would you give us perspective of how our world should look? Would you begin to dream over our hearts right now? Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Jesus. And then as the Lord has given you something, just in faith, I want you just to raise your hand just over the room. As the Lord's starting to give you a picture, a dream, you don't have the full solution right now. I can totally connect with that. Just as the Lord's giving you stuff, would you just put your hands up? I just want to see what he's doing. Thank you. 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 There come more, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the Spirit of God's just shaping hearts right now, transforming minds. Do you want to hear some stories of what this starts to look like? Because you've got to start somewhere. You've got to start somewhere. So can I have... <laughs> Let me see who's in the room that was out yesterday. Can I have Nicola Burney up? Uh, can I have David Flanagan up? Um, have you really burst in to tell a story? Uh, Nigel Graham? Anybody want to? I just want to hear a snapshot of what, what we did yesterday. So, sorry if you're new to us this morning. Uh, we did this thing yesterday called Give a Day to Dungannon. It's a great name, isn't it? We call it Gada. <laughs> for sure. Hashtag is getting t-shirts and stuff. Uh, it's going to be fun. But I want to tell you something. I've done a lot of things in church. I've been part of the church since I was born. I grew up in church plant. Yesterday, God did something inside my soul. And, and caused me to imagine and dream. And I'll be straight up with you because hindsight's a wonderful thing. I had a lot of faith for yesterday. Uh, also had a lot of energy for yesterday. I was just wanting this thing over. And yet God shows up, as only he does, and says, this is my deal. This is my time. This is my people. These are my lost children. And, and you only think you, you think you have ideas, Jason, and you think you've got something that's, that might work. Get a load of this. He just comes and he just starts to line upon line, precept upon precept, gives us some stuff. So let's hear some stories, shall we? Story number one. Um, 
We had a team of seven people went up to the Clark's GAA ground just above the Hall there in Dungannon. Um, and it was, uh, it was a wonderful time of just painting the back of the stadium and redoing the yellow lines across the steps on the way up so people don't trip. Um, sweeping the terraces and doing litter picks. And uh, I think what was most poignant for me um, was the fact that it's just two days after a general election and somehow as a church we were moving into territory maybe less familiar to many of us. Um, but we were doing it uh, under the banner of Jesus and his love for these people. Um, and it was just uh, really powerful to be there. We were so well received. Um, not that I would expect anything different. Um, the, hosp the hospitality was great. And um, Ollie, who was looking after us, provided all the stuff for us, the paint and all the rest of it, the brushes. And uh, halfway through, he came around to take photographs. But then he texted the, uh, the chairman, um, Mickey Corrigan of the, of the club, and Mickey came down later on that day too and had a good look as well. And we met all these different people, and it was just fantastic to be part of that and to meet the, uh, talk to a lot of the parents as well of the, of the children that were involved in playing and uh, practicing their football in the morning. And uh, we had sandwiches and buns and tray bakes and just, so I wonder if we get any work done at all. But uh, it was just great. And it, as I say, to me, it was just symbolic of um, how effective local organizations and uh, churches can be at the local level. Um, political stuff aside, um, I think when God's people move out into a community, um, great change can happen um, with a little bit of risk and courage, as Jason was saying. It can happen quite quickly and smoothly. And uh, just really exciting day what we had. And we, we got all the painting done. You'll see the pictures on, uh, on Facebook and elsewhere um, behind me. Yep. Oh, no, it, it, was it, a lot of paint. it was a lot of paint. <laughs> I think Harry Black, uh, Harry Black's uh, um, gave us about 28 tons of green paint. Sponsored so, today by Harry Black. <laughs> free local plug, yep. So, uh, yeah, great day. Thanks. Great. I just, just on that, I spoke with Ollie Donnelly straight after. Uh, he's a renewal it's a bit like ourselves. He's the renewal guy for the council. We're the new renewal guys for the town. <laughs> we just do it in a different way. And he said to me, you know, he says, this is the most powerful thing he ever experienced. He said, we've taken kids on trips. We've, uh, we've done really expensive things as a local council. We've, you know, we've taken them away to these experiences. But he says, this here today is different. Yeah. Of course it is. We carry something. Anyway. Nicola. Uh, hey. Hi. Um, she yes. just loves the mic, this girl, you can tell it, she just loves the mic. Um, yesterday we went to Dungannon Care Home. Um, it, we were, it, they asked us to um, do something in their garden. There was nothing in it. It was very um, plain. When we went to take photographs originally, there was people in, in it in that really hot day. I think it was a Thursday, it was really, really hot. And it was basically weeds and really long grass. And it was just no colour and no life. And yesterday, um, all the children, and I have to say Darcy and Raina, were amazing. Um, they were brilliant. They coloured in and they washed these balls. And those were the, they added so much colour and life to that garden. And some of the people came out and actually were playing with the balls. But they were, are just, they were just brilliant. It was just such a good day. And... That garden now is just full of colour and life. And you just brought something to that. Wow. Yeah, music. <laughs> Lovely. Children. Take care.
Well, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so yesterday four of us went out to... Uh, by the way, we're not going to talk about the refugees or anything. We're just going to start <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, jeez. Um, Give a man a mic. I know what he's like. So yesterday, four of us went, went out to a lady's house who has a child with um, sight problems. And we got a chance to do a wee bit of work in our garden and put up a fence to leave it. It's now semi-safe, at least. Um, and when the grass comes up again, they'll have a nice area that they can make use of in the summertime. Um, I have to say, um, Ali, John, and Joe got the short end of the stick very much. So I was putting up the fence, and the other guys were slaughtered trying to do something with the garden. Um, but it was a good day. Um, as part of the day, a neighbour came out and asked us if we'd, we'd do something with their garden as well. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Uh, well, you, you have to admire a trier, you know. <laughs> So Johnny and, Johnny and the boys uh, mowed their garden front and back as well, um, and when, we, very kind. when they went into the back it was waist high. Um, it's very funny, at the end of the day the girl came out and thanked us very much for what we'd done and her father then appeared, and her father, um, I'll try and keep it fairly clean, um, <laughs> but her father thanked us profusely for what we'd done and asked us where we were from, and uh, he said we're from the vineyard. And he said, oh, he said, I know, I, I, I know the man in the vineyard, I know the man in the vineyard. Sorry, sorry, Jason, and I said, we said, Jason, and he said, no, 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 the man down the bush road with the three boys. I do have another name when I'm out and about. <laughs> Keeps the church safe and the trustees off my back. So the one thing I came away with from the day was it's amazing just um, how much of a legacy we've left in Dungannon and haven't realised it. Well, so right. good. Yeah, so Jason was talking about bravery. I think our team had a lot of bravery uh, yesterday. <laughs> there was uh, four of us. Actually, it was only two of us and then Alex volunteered herself, which was probably the bravest thing anybody did that day, and volunteered her mother too. So there's the four of us there. And then Molly had the good heart to volunteer Keith too. So Keith came out and did the garden for us. We were at, uh, we were at a man's house and uh, he just needed the house cleaned up for coming home and he just wasn't well enough. We probably used uh, about two bottles or three, maybe three bottles of bleach, I'm not sure. And a couple of mops and the scrubbing brushes and gloves and all, but uh, we got there in the end. So we were able to wipe down the whole house from, we hoovered the corners of the, of the roof and we wiped down all the walls and all the furniture and the floors and, and uh, bleached the bathroom. And, and uh, together, I think the five of us put in about, we worked out about 20 hours just working on the house and the garden and all. So um, even though we didn't meet the man and we don't know who he is and we don't know anything about him, but we were happy to bless him in that way and whatever that means to him and whatever he can take from that for God's love, uh, we're very grateful to have been there. 
Um, Millie also got a chance to speak to the neighbours and Jilly got a chance to speak to one of the neighbours and just explain that we were there sharing God's love. So that was a real um, gift of bravery that we, we were able to give there yesterday. So thank you. Wow. <clears throat> Snapshot. Zachariah's dream. Just another couple of people. If you just got time for another couple of quick stories. So we had Dungannon uh, Primary School that we got to bless. We had the Integrated uh, Primary School Windmill we got to bless. And we also got to Spurnview Special School. So very quickly, um, Ruthie, and who was at the primary school? Sharon Commons, come ahead. And who was at the uh, windmill? Paula Graham, are you? <laughs> Would you like to unhide? <laughs> there you go. Uh, just before, just, to, just so that you're prepared, at the end I would like um, maybe just a few pictures of myself. <laughs> Up, cleaning the signs. Ashley, if you could, if you could make that happen. here twice in a month now, so I think, Jason, just, just use it down Okay, I will. Actually, I will sit down. Only joking. No, I will sit down. Oh, okay, we had a great team at Spurnview. Jason, please come back, because I feel really bad. <laughs> a great team at Spurnview. Um, we were going to clean, because um, our staffs had a really rough year between one thing and another, and uh, we decided that it would be a lovely um, service to them to do the thing that they absolutely hate to do, which is clean out the ball pool, where we found at least three sets of socks, none of them that matched. Um, you have to take out thousands and thousands of balls, and you're not allowed to make them wet, because then water gets into them, and then they're hazardous. So you have to wash, wipe them all individually. It takes a very, very long time. And we had some great helpers. Look at this. Um, and they washed every single one of those balls, and we got all the yucky stuff out of the bottom of the ball pool, and scrubbed the floors, scrubbed all the vinyl things, and put them all back in. This is the white room, which we did the same. And those are fiber optics. Uh, they light up, they're beautiful. And this is Annette Mallon doing work. I think <laughs> we're leaving that one up. Just don't move from there till we talk about this now. Um, <clears throat> Annette was cleaning those down with antibacterial spray, and uh, that makes them nice, nice and safe, especially because sometimes they get a wee bit sucked or eating. So they're nice and safe now for anybody to take a wee, a wee nibble at them. And then this is the black room, a white room, a black room, and a ball pool. And they're all vinyl and they're all things that need to be really well cleaned so there we are checking out the white the black room and as you can see lauren young has checked it out from a completely different angle to the rest of us um and we thought we'd wear a high vis because there's uv lights in there and we, we all lit up beautifully so we we had a great fun day you know what i loved about yesterday it was like cra crash crash and many oh we taught carol how to do gardening <laughs> so See those people who want gardens done, you know, don't go back to Nigel, go to Carol, because she, she has it sorted. We have all our prize days this week, so we brought a few extra bits and pieces, sparing we give us a wee bit of money, and we um, diddled up the, the planters at the front doors, and it all looks very nice, but we had great fun. It was like crash in miniature, and that's what I loved about it. We got to chat with people that we don't see very often. Um, and we got to make new friends. So it was a blessing to us. It'll be a blessing to spare you when they come back. And huge thanks, BCD.
Um, just very quickly, um, Jason and Michelle have said at the last meeting that there was a, a possibility of getting a few more projects done, so I nominated our primary school. Um, this fence really annoyed me every morning when I was dropping the coal off to school. It was completely covered in green. It was absolutely terrible, a real eyesore. So um, Nigel went on the Thursday evening and power washed um, the fence, but not only did he do the one at the nursery, he decided to do right across the front, which made it look even worse nearly because there was no paint on it. <laughs> So we had committed to doing the, the nursery um, fence, and we thought if we get that done, it'll be absolutely brilliant in the school. We're delighted. But um, because we got some extra members um, to come and help us as well, we were able to do um, not only the nursery, but also um, right across the front, front and back as well. And it makes such, such a difference. So it was on the school's wish list to get done. It's their 30th anniversary next year, so it was one of the things I really wanted to get done. So we were absolutely delighted. So. Thank you very much for that. Okay. Well, ours was something similar at Dungannon Primary. There was a, a fence at the back uh, in the playground, um, and this is what we arrived to. So we did a bit of scrubbing at the bottom and cleaned, and then painted and painted and painted. Uh, so the, the little bits in between were very annoying, but we got there in the end, and the kids and all were involved, and yes, the mayor, yes. Chair, the chair, sorry, Kim, I can't, don't know what's in Clashton, sorry. Um, so yes, and Nathan got covered, um, and yeah, that's us. We, and we, we got it done, so happy days. Uh, the principal, uh, David Thompson, and that was there. Okay, you can move on from that one. Um, he came and he thanked us, and Heather Green as well. We're really, really delighted that we were able to help um, and, and come and do this. So, yeah, thank you. And we also cleaned some signs. <laughs> Probably this was the most impactful thing of the, the day. You can see the sign before and then the sign after. And you can see the sign before. There's other signs too. And that's the one before. And, and then that's the one after. So watch the tourism rate rise in Dungannon. If I was you, if you have any money at all, I'd build a hotel. But <laughs> let's stand, shall we? It's okay to have fun this morning. Here's what I love about you people. Miracles, praying and healing the sick, painting fences, you're up for it. You are truly a beautiful community and a beautiful tribe. And you're starting to imagine and paint the picture of what God is dreaming over this town and your town. And that's no small thing. And so Michelle and I just want to say, we are totally have the best job in the world. I think we've got the best church in the world. We've got the best tribe. You are outstanding in all that you do with your attitude and your heart and you worked yesterday in the heat and uh, you didn't slack and your attitude was just tremendous and a testimony to Jesus because excellence honors God and it inspires our community so thank you thank you and let me throw it out there let's just keep going and doing what God has 
doing with us right now. And uh, yeah, come Holy Spirit. Come in your wildness right now. Come in your gentleness right now. Old men and old women will come back to Dungannon and County Tyrone. They're sitting benches on the streets and their spin tails. They move around safely with their canes. And they're declaring, we declare, a good time to go olden. Boys and girls from Dungannon Primary, Bush Primary, Windmill, St. Patrick's, Spurn Special School. We'll fill the public parks, laughing and playing. A good time to grow up in. Should we pray for the town today? And pray for your town? See, with all the politics and, and all the noise and all the interference, Nothing else matters except for faith expressed in love. Faith expressed in love. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. God, would you prosper our place? Lord, every where every person and family is from today, Lord, wherever their feet are, whatever door their feet go over this afternoon, would you bless their home, bless their street, bless their community, bless their town. God, would you help us to imagine again, to reimagine and to dream with eyes wide open, and see the beauty of the kingdom and its fullness. And we pray, God, that you would indeed fill Dungannon with the fullness of God. <laughs> with the fullness of God. With the fullness of God. With the fullness of God. And so instead of doing individual prayer right now, we can do that just in a moment. Would you just raise your hands? I want to pray for you as Michelle, would you join me? I want to just commission you again afresh and empower you to go and to do all that you're dreaming of. All that's in your heart right now. Just afresh. So I commission you, the church, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, to go, to create, to speak life, to invent, to imagine, to sing, to write, 
to dig, to heal, to lead, to restore, to reconcile. Spirit of God's here. Just close his eyes. Father God, we love your presence. God, I thank you for calling each of us to this family called Vineyard Church in Gannon. Mm-hmm. This family was your dream long before it was ours. <laughs> and God, I thank you for calling us, Lord, as a family to this place, mm-hmm. to this town that has been such a a brilliant place for our sons to grow up in. Way better than we could ever have imagined when we said yes to you. Mm. But Father, I thank you for every, every person that you've brought to this, this family, every person that you've led, Lord, here. God, even for the, the people who still don't quite know why they're here, but they just keep coming back. And God, it's all you. It's all you. And we just really want to honor you and just give you the glory and, and just say thank you. Thank you for inviting us in to this amazing adventure. God, thank you that you would invite each and every one of us into this, this task of seeing our town, Dungannon, renewed by your Holy Spirit. Every section, every corner, every person. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen.